right, welcome back, Leadheads, to episode number 54. Which is also oh, no. season two, episode four. There you go. I did it this time. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we are back, and just before we get in, we are getting ready to head to North Carolina for the Rescue Ranch event. Yeah, and that's pretty much, outside of getting pneumonia, that's all I've done with guns this week, is just kind of You've been sick that. since we got back from Vegas, hadn't you? Well, last week I was just kind of tired, kind of dragging ass a little bit, and... Yeah, you this didn't seem week, too bad. I figured you were just kind of a little yeah, jet lagged. Yeah, I think that's all it was. But I think being tired and worn out made me susceptible for it. And then Monday, I got up and I was like, "Something's just not right." And I had a little little bit of a cough. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, I couldn't move. I was miserable. And uh, my wife made me go to the doctor. She's he doped me up on. Gosh, I've got like six, seven prescriptions downstairs. So I got a <clears throat> what is. What's the difference in walking pneumonia and pneumonia? Walking pneumonia, you got the fluid on your lungs, but you don't need to be hospitalized. You don't need to be bedridden and all that. Pneumonia is, is a lot worse. Walking pneumonia is like, you got it, but you're... You can walk? You can deal with it, yeah. <laughs> you um, can walk around and cough on people? But I've got to be careful, and I've got to make sure I stick with the meds. Otherwise, he told me today, he tried to put me in the hospital today, and I was like... We need uh-uh. to load up, because our butts are getting ready to load up and head out at 5 a.m., and that's course, gonna be a good event. I'm we'll already be there by the time people hear this. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and that's that's kind of what I've done this weekend. Guns is getting caught up and getting ready for this event. Hadn't really had time for anything else. Got the AR, uh, everything done with it. Finally got got it back from Sean, our good buddy, uh, who did the Cerakote job, and he did an excellent job. We didn't want him to go over the top, just kind of something a little subtle, and he did a nice little um, sniper gray and black tiger stripe. It's a nice looking design. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very nice. So uh, we appreciate Sean doing that, and uh, we appreciate everybody who's helped us get ready for this thing, and it's going to be a huge success. Yeah, we had Head Down Rifles who donated the rifle yeah. um, out of uh, Dallas, Georgia. Uh, also, Modern Spartan Systems. Uh, Marcus Fox is going to be the musical guest down there. And then Nicole yep. McLean and Chris Heben. Chris Heben's actually going to MC the event. Yeah, so that'll be uh, cool. We might even get to hear him sing a little bit. The voice of uh, Ridge Reaper hunting show. Yeah. A big good MC. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing Marcus uh, and, and his tunes as well. And we got a real special thanks to a local gun shop that's helped us all out with a lot of this. In fact, you know, half the people that are coming to this have been connections we've gained from them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Northside, Northside Gun Guns Shop. In uh, Columbia. Yep. Like ShopNSG.com. Uh, Randy, like and, Randy and, uh, and Gabe down there. These guys yeah. have done an excellent job in, in that. And and not only that, but what was that day we went down there and we hosted the show? Yeah, that, we that did the was show awesome there. with Modern Spartan Systems. So yep. looking forward to doing some more shows down there with those guys. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, check them out if you're in the Columbia area. It's just right there on uh, Spring Hill Highway. Yeah. Uh, also, go to their website shopnsg.com, and if you're uh, they've having, got really good deals on a lot of stuff. If you're looking for something, you're having trouble finding it, give them a call. I'm sure they could probably track it down for you and then ship it to your FFL. And then, of course, thanks to all the fans out there that have bought tickets for the the AR. By the time you're hearing this, it's going to be closed. So, uh, but thank you everybody that has participated either through Instagram or through Facebook or just hearing it on the show. Uh, we're raising some good money for a very good cause of the rescue ranch. And we appreciate our buddies at Nashville Armory also helping us uh, promote it by putting out flower flyers and telling they put out flowers for us. Flowers or flyers. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. They love us that way. And then, Andrew up there. But yeah, it's going to be a fun event. we got a, what, seven-hour drive tomorrow? Yeah, about seven hours. Yeah. We we lose an hour because they're an hour ahead. Right, that's true. So that makes it about a seven-hour drive. Yeah, not too bad. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. And then we've got two special guests with us. Guys, Today. The guys that we've, once again, connected with on Instagram, people. Y'all got to get on Instagram. It's a very special treat today because these guys are coming to us from over the pond. That's right. Over in Britain. <laughs> so we have got hello, Alan. Mike. We've got Alan and Dan. Hello, <laughs> hey guys. Oh, nice to meet you all. Uh, you're, Good. You're all right. Now, Dan, well, you've got a company that you've got you promote on uh, on uh, Instagram. Alan, do you have one too that you go with, or you, you're just no, a, you're no, just, just a wannabe Texan? Yeah, just wannabe Texan. <laughs> you know, after this show, you'll be a wannabe Tennessean. So. 
Well, same thing, isn't it? <laughs> you just want to be over here. <laughs> Too right. Oh, from from seeing both y'all's posts, it seems like both of you want to be States. over here. Uh, yeah, I want to move over to Texas, definitely. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't I mean, for I've the been... uh, family side of things, I think we we were, we me and Dan actually met up um, the other week. Um, I was working over by by where he lives, so uh, we we managed to get a couple of hours and uh, and hook up for the first time. And we've been chatting chatting on Instagram and what have you for a while. And uh, we both said, you know, if it wasn't for family ties and and, and what have you, then we'd probably be uh, saving the pennies for the plane ticket right now. <laughs> you know, the way things have been going, it's uh, yeah the the stuff you guys can do that we can't is just now, unbelievable. Do, you, do they call them pennies over there? Yeah, pennies, quids. Quids. Is that like a dollar, a quid? Yeah, I think we were talking about that earlier. Nice one, was that Sorry, you, you all talked at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that You're going to get a lot of that with us. So just just speak louder. Yeah. <laughs> speak over just us. Just talk over us. Yeah. That's the best yeah. way to make it happen. We're used to that. <laughs> Well, it's time for the Jack Wagon of the Week, and after Arlie Ermey announces it, we'll see, uh, we'll get a viewpoint on one of our past Jack Wagons from these two. Hey, Ralph, Semper Pi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. A Jack Wagon that we had last year, and we just think he needs to be on the Jack Wagon train every year, so we're going to go ahead and throw him on now. Yeah. Before we put our whether he's one. done something now or not, he's going to. So we're going to go ahead and throw his ass on the jack wagon yes. train. Piers Morgan, ladies Piers and gentlemen. Morgan. But we we <laughs> want to hear the British viewpoint of Piers Morgan. What's y'all's take on Piers? Well, uh, just... to be fair, I don't really follow Piers Morgan too much. What about when he? Uh, that sums it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's 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 the. Do you just want to punch that face, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, another fellow Britty Alls from Top Gear actually did, didn't he? Yeah. You know what? I've just brought up the uh, Wikipedia page because I was trying to remember about that. Um, Yeah, Jeremy Clarkson says in in, uh, October 2003, um, he reportedly emptied a glass of water over Morgan during the last flight of Concord. Um, (laughs) So they must have both been on Concord. Um, and uh, poured the water over him, um, and Clarkson put, punched Morgan three times in a clash over the mirror's coverage of his private life. Um, it just sort of typical of of what the guy's like. To be honest, he was one of these um, involved with the media around the time where the the phone hacking scandals and and the the newspapers and the media and it just in general i think were were going too far really to to get stories and to to sell papers um they, they even now they still give us the the excuse that you know oh we we only sell the news people want to hear well as far as i'm concerned people will read a paper whether it's got pictures of you know somebody coming out of some, some other person's flat after having an affair or or whether it's got news about some cat being rescued from a tree you know people buy papers through habit not because of the you know 110% because of what the news is is telling them yeah and um he was sort of he was um, I think that's the same where you go ev- everywhere you know you just yeah shock, yeah. shock sells you know yeah, and that's what it. they yeah, go and for they sex and shock pictures of, pictures of people you know in compromising situations or you know Wind, or, wind people up to try and get a get a story. Or then. teenagers getting hopped up on drugs and alcohol uh, and racing their uh, drag, drag racing guns. their uh, Lamborghinis in which we'll Miami talk, Beach. Which we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, just another, another one you just want to give a good slap to and yeah. shake him yeah. by the shoulders and just go, "What? What are you doing? Just now, get your head out your ass." <laughs> now, Piers Morgan, he uh, he owned a tabloid, right? Or he ran a tabloid or something? Uh, he was chief editor, I think. Okay. Um, let me just no, we check. we don't we don't need the bloke's uh, biography here. We all know he's a dickweed, and you <laughs> yeah, know, he's yeah. a, he's a jackman. We just wanted to get your take on him and. Uh, if you yeah, knew anything, you know, any inside dirt that you might share with us. So, so. even oh. if we did ship him back to you, y'all wouldn't want him. <laughs> they, they shipped him <laughs> no, out. That's no, the whole reason no, he's no, here. No, you, you've got him now. That's it. <laughs> didn't, you guys, didn't you guys run him out of the country? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, 
um, he, he was he, like I say, he was involved with all this phone hacking scandal and what have you. They, the media types figured out that they could hack people's voicemails. Um, I don't know whether you guys got any of the uh, the story over there, but I remember was, uh, hearing about it. A, a little girl, Madeline McCann, um, was kidnapped or disappeared whilst on holiday with a family in. Um, yeah. Or was it that? Yeah, it was that, wasn't it? I think was was it that Dan that they. they Listened to the um, answer machine messages and deleted the messages. It wasn't the McCann one, was it? What am I thinking of? Can you remember? There was another somebody else, Millie Dowler, was it? Something. There was, there was a girl that was kidnapped anyway, and the media hacked into her voicemail um, on her mobile phone um, and listened to the voicemails, thinking that they might, you know, get an inside drop on what the police were telling any would-be kidnappers or anything. But the the voice box, the voicemail was full one time when they tried to log into it, so they deleted the messages. Oh, no. Uh, which then gave the parents oh of God. this missing child false hope and all this. Anyway, all this has come out, and it turns out that the, the paper that Piers Morgan was working for and a few others... Um, we're all involved in this sort of phone hacking scandal, and basically, the guys like that now—they're just—they're not really wanted over here or anywhere by the sounds of it, because he's not doing no. a very good job over your side of things, yeah, is he? Say, it seems like nobody wants him really. Yeah, yeah. depends on who you ask, but definitely the sane people. We can want, stick him in Antarctica. Want to get his ass out of here? We can stick him in Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica. No, I, I think they should um, should make him some form of. Um, like peace envoy or something, they can send him over to Afghanistan or something without bulletproof vest. <laughs> <and> Ambassador, <laughs> yeah, just just like fly him over and just kick him out the back of a C one thirty or something. That'd do the job nicely, wouldn't it? <laughs> that sounds yeah. good. Did yeah. you guys hear who our jack wagon was last week? Uh, oh, who was the it? Uh, was Senator De Leon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah the ghost about the ghost gun. gun. What, ghost what's your take on that? Magazine I, clip. Yeah. <laughs> I did not stop laughing for about ten minutes. What'd you think of the the shirt that I put on Instagram? Oh, it's amazing! One. <laughs> but the thing that sucks is a lot of these young kids don't know what Ghostbusters is, and they're like, "I don't get it." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You've never seen Ghostbusters?" No, <laughs> like, I, I don't believe that for a minute. No, because no, it's out on Netflix. Person on the face of this earth knows, doesn't know what Ghostbusters is. I mean, if, yeah, there's even a cartoon now, isn't there? Yeah, is there? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is yeah. still and if one? you no. genuinely don't know what Ghostbusters is, you need to correct that immediately. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's insane. I know it's on Netflix because I was scanning through it the other day. They have it on there? Yeah, it was on there. It was either that or like Redbox or one of those. Well, talking about kids these days, go ahead and give the jack wagon that we're going to talk about here. And he, so the he American hasn't done jack anything, wagon. He hasn't done anything gun-wise. And I know typically we deal with somebody that's anti-gun or does something stupid with guns. Yeah, this is just... Plain this stupidity. Is just stupidity, and it's so rampant that we and have we to throw them on the bus. We mentioned it earlier, and it's the Beave, Justin Beaver. The Beaver. <laughs> the Beaver. <laughs> yeah, I know it's Beaver, but I call him Beaver. The Beave. Uh, I, uh, I just heard for obvious reasons. Well, he just handed himself into the police for something else. Yeah. Yeah, and it, we were talking about that um, off air earlier. There was an incident in December where yeah. he or assaulted one of his driver. entourage assaulted a limo driver or something like that in Toronto. So he's a Canadian. He's not an American. So yeah, Zeke was saying there's a petition on uh, Whitehouse.gov, Whitehouse. Whitehouse. the same one that had the petition to, to Get rid of deport Piers. Yeah. Uh, there's a petition to deport uh, the beef. And also. I think if it gets to like 40 or 100,000 people, like Obama actually has to look at it. <laughs> there's like a level of, of people that sign it that where he actually has yeah, to Yeah, you know he's just tossing them to the side. <laughs> Yeah, you'd just be oh no, this guy. No, he's all right. He's one of mine. He's mailing it in. My daughters yeah. love him. Yeah, yeah, that was a horrible Obama impression. <laughs> My daughters <laughs> love him. <laughs> no, you gotta sound like the Rock when you imitate Obama. I've gotta talk real deep. And... You gotta talk like the Rock. <laughs> Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what I expect to come out of his mouth every time he addresses the you nation. Expect Obama to say, "Do you smell what Obama's?" <laughs> Do you smell what Obama's cooking? <laughs> yeah, I expect all I, that. All I expect That's, is what was on the the, the, the only bad, reason I watch any of his addresses to the, the nation. The bad lip reading—that's what I expect to come out of his mouth from the bad lip reading on YouTube. Oh yeah, <laughs> have y'all seen those? Those are hilarious. Uh, okay, your assignment. 
as soon as you get off this show is to go to YouTube and type in a bad lip reading. And I accept you. They take these videos, whether it's <laughs> NFL or Obama's inauguration, and they just turn the volume off and they lip read it, what it looks like they're saying. And it's it's like It's like that TV show, what is it, Mystery Science yeah, Theater? Yeah, it's like Mystery Science Theater 2000, 3000, yeah. whatever it is. But... Uh, <laughs> So Bieber, what did he do outside of assaulting the? Uh, well, no, we just talked about it. He got uh, arrested for drag racing yeah. in Miami Beach, Florida, and and then re- resisted arrest after, before they got him. Probably, I mean, they said he was belligerent and disrespectful, and but they did a blood alcohol test on him, and it was pot and alcohol, and was it Xanax? Is that what I said? Yeah, Xanax and Xanax that they that he tested positive for. So, so no no gun related jack wagonery with this, but uh, he definitely goes on there for that. Yeah, that's just yeah, I was, I was thinking like this before I came on. Like, what what? It's been pretty quiet this week. We've we've had quite a good week so far. It has apart been, from obviously the, the fallout from the ghost guns, but yeah, yeah that was so. more comedy than anything. Really, he just made himself look a twat. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, and there have been like some said, since our last uh, show. There have actually been a couple of. School shootings, public shootings, oh, I see. Yeah. That, that have occurred. Um, see, see the little little actually, bits yeah. we we don't get to hear of, I suppose, do we? It's it's only the the Sandy Hooks and what have you that we get to hear of over this side of the water. So, well, yeah. they they don't want to talk about the ones that were actually stopped by another gun. Oh yeah, well you get that as well, don't yeah. you? I mean, d- was was it the which one was that? The uh, South Carolina. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I saw some bits on Instagram. There was mm. a guy that walked into... Let me see here. <clears throat> he walked into somewhere and shot... Columbia Mall girl. shooting. Yeah, the mall. Walked into a hair... Oh, so yeah. Had, no, like a, a shotgun? Skateboard shop. Yeah, a skateboard shop. That's what it was. Yeah, skateboard. Is it Kid- the Maryland Mall shooting? Yeah. Something like that, wasn't it? He went into... Was it a skate shop that he went? Yeah. He used to frequent. Yeah. He went in there and shot... shot was it two guys or something? Yeah, shot uh, a guy and a girl, and then himself. Yeah, yeah. and then the yeah, I did, I did actually did see a, a, an Instagram thing about that, and then um, I think I followed, copied the link that it had said, and read the read the report about so, it. So now we should ban guns and skateboard shops. <laughs> Just ban kids. <laughs> exactly, ban ban kids. <laughs> Just ban, ban the kids. Ban Bieber. Ban school. Ban children. Ban and this, this guy was a 19-year-old also, the Columbia Mall shooting guy that used the 500, the Mossberg 500 shotgun. Yeah. Mm. Oh, he used an assault shotgun then, did he? The well, the shotgun's a shotgun. Well, it was probably black, <laughs> yeah, so well, it was assault. There's, there's it, no assault. It's but just, if it, it was black, That's so the label like that a... the gun grabbers put on. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, it... it to us, it, yeah, shotgun's a shotgun. Whether it's black, yellow, green with purple stripes, yeah. it doesn't matter, does it? it fires but a stock, load and it's that's it. it doesn't matter. To them, cool it'll be, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, yeah, it'll be an assault shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing about him was sketchy, said Corey Brown, co-owner of United Gun Shop. That's the people who sold him the, the Mossberg. There were no red flags. In fact, the store owners described the teen suspected of killing two people Saturday morning as very polite and said he appeared to be in good in a good mood, smiling as he talked with the owners. Yeah, that's that's what I read that as well. That um, you know he he he'd passed all the background checks and all all the the bits and pieces that he need to. But again, it's like uh, I mean, our, our prime minister said um, after the last big shooting we had over here you know where the, there was massive calls for for tighter gun controls and oh my god there's all these people running around the country with these massive rifles and could kill anybody at any time you know and the, the prime minister uh, david cameron turned around and said i can't legislate for a switch going in somebody's head yeah well, yeah, yeah. He hit the nail on the head, I think, really, there. You know, you, you can have as tight a gun control and as many regulations as you want, but if someone is, is being pushed to the, the limits of what they can ma- mentally cope with and the only way they think they can get out of that situation is by doing something silly like that, you know, they'll, they'll pass all the background checks you can throw at them because they've, they've not done that before, you know. And it, you know... Like, like I think you've said a few times before, you know, the, the, the background checks and the like doesn't stop the criminals getting them because a criminal's not going to walk into exactly. a gun shop 
no, and go, exactly. I can have a, a, a 1911 and a box of ammunition. Yeah. It's yeah, Because I'm going to go shoot a bunch that. of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's... I don't know. It, it, it winds A criminal me is a criminal, and they're going to obtain whatever tool that they need to accomplish their... Yeah. Ill yeah, doing it's not a rifle, that, that they it's, need. It's a knife or a bat or a rock or, or an automobile whatever, for that. Whatever fact. they can use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they could use well, an automobile. Well, and you, your prime minister said it perfectly. You cannot legislate for somebody snapping. And uh, yeah, okay. you can probably curb a little bit of it by looking at people's history or mental history. But even then, how many times do you hear about a serial killer or a mass shooter? And when people are interviewing their friends, they're like, oh, he was such a quiet guy. He was like a nice guy. I don't know why he did this. So a lot of these people, there's no signs that it's going to happen. And then one it, day they just freaking... Look at the purpose of why, why these people are trying to take away guns. And just like they did in your country. Mm. You know, it's a tool. Is, is all it is for someone to do, you know, ill will towards someone else or something else. Yeah. Once they take that tool away, they will find another tool. The yeah. facts are that your violent crime rate is a lot higher than ours. You know, take the gun equation out of it. I mean, yeah, our gun violence is going to be higher because we have that tool here available, more available than you guys do. So, you know, you're just taking away something to just for it to be replaced by something else. So talk a little bit about that. What is the, the climate like there, whether it's – the violence in England or, you know, let's start with that. Let's start with the violent crime rate, and then we'll kind of talk about guns and stuff. How? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's a funny one. I mean, I've, I suppose, touch wood, I've been, been a bit lucky. You know, I've, I've got into a few scuffles, a few fights and what have you. And All over I've football, had... right? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not a football. Soccer? Not a football fan. No, no, not my cup of tea, that. Um <laughs> But um, you're not offering to do the entire Seattle Seahawks football team <laughs> in, a, in a gangbang, are you? No, definitely not. I'm too tight. <laughs> we were talking off air again, just to clarify. He, I yeah. wasn't poking at him, but uh, there was a, if, some if porn star find, made a, yeah, a if comment. If you want to find out what we're talking about, just Google Savannah Sampson Seahawks. That's all. We're there say. you go. <laughs> Sort of violent crime and stuff in in the UK from on on sort of a, a day to day basis as just a general member of the public. You know, you you you're going to be pretty unlucky um, to come across anything. You know, it's not. There's been reports recently saying that violent crime and sort of random street crime has uh, has gone down over the past couple of uh, over the past twelve months. Mm. Um, I've I've not got figures and facts to hand but the the sort of perception of crime and and what people think we have um i think is a, is a lot lower these days than it used to be and actually i was listening to one of our uh bbc radio stations the other day and um they they were they were actually talking on talking about um violent crime in in you know on a worldwide scale and saying you know in in general um Violent crime is going down from sort of the you know the start starting of records. Um, it's it's continually going down, and we do live in a lot more peaceful society now than say back in the the 30s and even like you know back in caveman times. I suppose you know yeah. if you had a you had a grudge match in caveman times, you clubbed the guy to death. And now it's you know, or you barehanded it, you know, yeah, or a yeah. rock or. Yeah, a bone from Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I mean, from your Tyrannosaurus Rex burger. Yeah, yeah. We don't tend to see that many um, shootings and what have you nowadays, as well. Um, you know, but that's my point. Yeah, you don't see you don't see that because yeah, well, it's it, it's it's not reported on and and from from the sort of from the. Um, the 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 NRA in the UK and what have you the the stats mm. do show that you know think things are a lot more peaceful than probably you guys over there probably think that it's like a bloodbath every day over here because that's that's how <laughs> you well, that's how that's, <laughs> I thought that's what your uh, subways you mean were. it's no. not Green Street hooligans every day <laughs> <laughs> come but on I mean, well, I mean hey wait a minute I've because, seen lock stock and two smoking barrels and snatch <laughs> and that's how it is. Yeah. It's got to be. Everybody's Jason <laughs> yeah, Statham every over there. 
<laughs> yeah, but maybe where Dan lives, it's a bit like that. <laughs> where I live, it's a bit quieter. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, you know, we we just don't don't see as much. But you know, uh, and that's another another point I want to bring up um, that we were talking about off air is the size of your country versus the size yeah. of America. Also, oh yeah, you I know, mean, you, England's about the size of Tennessee. It, yeah, it, it, it would fit inside yeah. Texas almost three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, so that's it's another tiny f- comparison. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it, it always makes me chuckle when I, when I go on Instagram and and Facebook and and what have you, and and people start throwing these these stats around. You know, the, considering um, the sort of people that we are and and the the sort of things that we post up on on Instagram. You know about checking your facts making sure that what you what you're being told is true you know don't don't believe everything why why believe what you're being told you know considering taking all that into um, consideration um you know when people start putting these facts and figures about you know the uk versus the us when it comes to violent crime and firearms crime there is no comparison because the size difference and the population difference mm-hmm. and the the types of people that Britons are compared to Americans, you know. I don't. I don't think you can get a true comparison just by putting facts and figures together. I think you. You more. You. You. You really have to talk to people about stuff like this. I think. Well, I think, which is why we have you guys on the show. And I think it's it's more of a. It's not so much apples to apples. We have two hundred. You have one hundred and fifty to three hundred. Whatever. It's a yeah. per capita thing. That's what we've got to remember when we're talking about these stats. Yeah. You know, the, the population that you have makes your percentage of violent crime bigger because it's a per capita violent crime. It's yeah. not the amount of violent crimes, which is probably why you don't hear as much about it because the yeah. number is less. To where yeah. the number is yeah. bigger over here, but percentage-wise, our percentage is lower compared in, in per capita compared to the population. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, just found some figures here from um, the year April t- 2010 to March 2011. Um, there were 11,227 recorded offences involving firearms. And then it goes on to give breakdowns. And the most, by a long stretch, um, was air, air rifles. Air rifles, air guns, BB guns, and what have you. It mm. just says air weapons, so I'm, I'm taking that as an umbrella. There was apparently 4,203 recorded offences with air weapons. But they're, ca- uh, they're counting those as firearms. But what about, like, violent yeah, crime attacks? In our law over here, <clears throat> if you commit an offence with an imitation or air weapon, it is classed in law as a firearm mm, from, gotcha. from that from that yeah. procedure. So that skews, which, which, that skews the the numbers too. Well, mm. I think the argument, like the, the stuff that the NRA puts out there is it's not so much the the firearm crime rate over there as, as it is the yeah. violent crime rate going up since you've had stricter gun regulation because if you mm. were able to carry a Glock 19 with you everywhere you went, <laughs> well, I, 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 people I, are going to think twice guys, before they jump in. I have this, this same discussion with countless people you know me and the missus talk about it all the time and i, I have the discussion with with friends on likes of facebook and that yeah uh, yeah it's it's right you know the the stats do did show that after um after the pistol ban um in when was it now where uh, i think it was after hungerford wasn't it was it 87 or was it 90 i can't anyway after, after we got the pistols banned um yeah the crime rate spiked it went yeah violent crime on the street went through the roof and um, for the exact reasons that that you say you know i mean i don't i'm not 100 percent sure but i don't think we've we've ever had like concealed carry permits and what have you over it but you know you you wouldn't know if the guy that you were about to beat up was on his way to the local range and had his yeah exactly yeah 1911 in the back of his pocket guns aren't completely banned there there are ways and circumstances that you guys can yeah, can own yep, the, and, and shoot the firearms. Only, the only, you know, we we have rifles. We do have pistols. We have shotguns. Um, you know, the the only stipulate, we, like you say, we we have um, licensing. You know, we, I have to apply to my local um, police department. Um, they will do background checks on me um, and any 
close associates that they they would have permi- um, either permission or cause to through through their side of things. Um, you know, if if you were you know in cahoots with a gangbanger or something, you know they they they'd pick on pick up on stuff like that pretty quick, and uh, you'd you'd have you you know, you'd you'd have a visit from them saying you know wondering why you're applying for a firearms license. But yeah, we we have licensing and uh, the the licenses have to be renewed every five years um just to clarify when you said in cahoots with a gangbanger you weren't talking about what we were talking about earlier <laughs> yeah so, i'm not on about the uh, talking the, about people the fo- in a gang fo- football team yeah gang, gang <laughs> what's your name savannah Storm? samson, samson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Un- unsavory type so say. if you knew savannah samson the, you know they would, <laughs> you might not get your license right no no <laughs> You get a different type of license. Yeah, so, Ear, earmuffs children. So talk yeah, a little yeah. bit. Talk a little bit more about. Let's ask them the five questions. Okay, yeah. well, let's do that then. Um, so y- y'all are both into firearms. So we're going to ask you both questions. Uh, how did you get into firearms originally? And we'll start with you, Dan. Me. Um, it was more, well speaking to Alan it enlightened me really because I never I never knew that we was allowed to to uh, actually obtain a firearms license over here until I saw him on Instagram, which was, what, two years ago, maybe? Mm. Um, and from there on out, I started looking into it. Uh, then I went into a job with a, a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Dan as well. He's just started uh, doing a bit of work for me. But he's at already at a local gun range, uh, has a license, everything. So he took me down there, what, three three weekends, I think I was. And then I decided to join up myself, which I've done now. Uh, so I'm just going through the procedures now to to get the forms to sign for my license, as it were. Good for you. Nice. Congratulations. What about you, Alan? How did you get into it? Um, oh, years and years and years back, um, my mum ended up with um, uh, she. My mum's a guy, was a guide leader, um, and she had a, an air rifle donated um, by a friend of a friend um to be raffled off to to raise some money for for a guide unit um and before obviously it went to the raffle somebody had to check that it worked and did as it was supposed to do so that was that was uh passed to me and my dad and my dad took us out into the backyard and um got some pellets for the you know i think it was a, a, a two two air rifle little brake barrel thing and we set some bean cans up at the bottom of the bottom of the garage and checked that it worked and um i enjoyed it and that got sold on and then it went you know a good few years before i uh got to the point where you know i grew up a bit and uh was allowed to have one of my own so i started off with with air rifles and what have you and got into doing a bit of vermin control you know shooting rabbits and pigeons and rats with the with the little 12 12 foot pound uh restricted air rifles that were allowed over here without any license and then shortly after getting getting into all that um i ended up going by by chance i ended up driving past uh walking past um uh it looked like um just looked like a an old barn building and there was a hell of a racket going on inside so i went to have a look and knocked on the door and it was a, a gun range and i went in and joined up and i've been going up there ever since nice so yeah the the guys were really welcoming and you know let welcome me in and show me what was what told me all about the laws over here and what have you and uh i had a bit of a break for a few years after you know this was back before the pistols were banned over here so i was in there shooting uh i worked my way up from a little 2-2 pistol up to a nine millimeter, and then the thirty eights, and then onto the. I had a go of a making a nice you know, progression the, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they'd let you shoot a small. You know, start off on the small calibers. You had to shoot them for a little bit to to gain experience with it, and then they'd allow you to move up. Um, and I ended up having a go of the you know like a replica. The what's the the one that Dirty Harry has? The <laughs> model twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. 40, I had to go with one of them. Magnum. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was I must have been, what, 12, 13 years old or something. I was going you up know, there. With... Dan's sitting there going, thanks, Alan. You make me sound <laughs> like 
crap when it comes to guns. <laughs> well, you know what? I, mean, I was just thinking, you've gone really deep. Huh? I didn't know you going to start with air rifles. You've actually yeah. gone a little Dan's deeper like, than most uh, of our guests. Two weeks ago, I went to a range, and uh, Alan got me into shooting. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I, I, I have a, That's kind of like I me have, and Zeke. Yeah, when we first started, <laughs> I, have, I have a tendency to waffle on as well. No, oh, that's just, that's just cool. Tell me, um, tell me to shut up if I keep going. I'm on curious too. as hey, to. It makes it great for us because we don't have to do as much. Yeah. <laughs> for him, oh, since he's got pneumonia. I, I said I'd got probably half an hour to an hour when we went to meet, and then we was there for like three hours. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just, I kept getting up to go and nearly went without paying the bill and everything. And I ended up another half an hour just trying to pay the bill. I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> so, so talk about. Where you go to shoot these firearms? Are there special places? I mean, ranges, obviously. Uh, what do you guys call them there? Yeah, just ranges. Um, the went like as Dan's finding finding out, and he says there um, to 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 start off getting your firearms license. You either you either lucky um, and you know somebody who already shoots and has permission to shoot over farmland, and you can get into it that way. You can apply for your license straight off. Um, and apply for okay. permission to go shooting on um, local farmland. Um, if you're not that lucky that um, there's no farmland near you that you could get permission to shoot on, you can go to local clubs. That um, not not many of them, obviously, with the, the 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 way things are over here, not many of them advertise on the internet. So a lot of it is find your local gun shop, go down to the local gun shop, ask the guys there where's the 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 nearest range, and you get yourself along and. You have to usually have to um, sign up as a probationary member for usually between three to six months. Um, once that's done, you can f- sign up as a full member, and once you're a full member, you can then apply for your firearms license. Um, is your firearms license is that renewable thing? Is it good for a certain amount of time? Then it, you have to go and renew. Yeah, it? yeah. It's, you you apply for it your first time. Um, it's I think it's something like fifty fifty pounds for your first. Uh, first one um, and that lasts you for five years after five years that expires and you've got to basically reapply for your license right, okay. um, and you pay £40 I think it is then um, so it's a slightly reduced rate um, but all the background checks that they do on your original um, application they're all done the same so um, this was one of the big things that came out after the Cumbria shootings where um, a bloke called Derek Bird who's a 52 year old taxi driver just snapped one day went and shot and killed 12 people hmm. um, in, injured a, a couple of others um, he was a fully licensed uh, firearms holder you know um, yeah. had a couple of rifles and a, a 12 gauge and um, for some reason um, it wasn't picked up that his uh, mental state had deteriorated um, and that's one of the things that they they started you know the the gun grabbers started throwing about was well why wasn't his doctor asked about him and you know this that and the other and right. again like 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 we said earlier you know you can't legislate for that switch going in somebody's you head you can't and you can't you can't you can't medicate that either if you don't know no, no. you don't know the switch is flipped well this is it i mean over here if you're diagnosed with depression um your doctor um, as a as a responsibility to notify if he um, if he's aware that you're a firearms holder, mm-hmm. um, he has a as a duty to to let the firearms department know. I think I'm I'm not 100 percent on that, but I have heard stories of it of it happening where yeah. guys have been diagnosed with like severe depression um, and without any warning or anything, the, the the local constabulary have turned up with a, a big van and emptied all the guns into the van and drove off and said, right, we'll we'll come and see you when you're feeling better. <laughs> Do they yeah. give them back? Yeah, yeah, but I would, probably wouldn't want them back after the police had had hold of them. You know, they they don't, don't treat things with care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Over here, they, nice. they'll just been thrown in a lockup somewhere and you know, locked in a in a in a cage, left on a cold concrete floor somewhere, getting or that ends up in their trunk and in their closet. And yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Funnily enough, there was the, there are still rumours going around that after the pistols were banned in the UK, that uh, it was odd how a lot of um, firearms officers got brand new pistols to, to use. <laughs> yeah. so there, there was a bit what of a conspiracy dink. theories went nuts. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So talk to us uh, a little bit about. Um, well, our next question 
it has to do with pop culture. So whether it be a movie, a song, a book, a show, um, what is your go-to when it's related to firearms? Dan, do you want to go first? That was my email. Uh, what about, sorry, I was miles away then. I was... <laughs> <laughs> what's your, uh, your pop well, culture thing? Yeah, the pop culture, what's your go-to, movie, whether it be a TV movie, show. a song, TV show, podcast, maybe a podcast. Well, say, <laughs> the, the first thing that popped into my head was this Lone Survivor, because it was supposed to have aired over here um, yesterday, which was my birthday, and it, I did, and I was planning on going to watch it, and it's not airing now until Friday. Is that right, Alan? Oh, wow, yeah, really? I believe so, yeah, yeah. It's been out here, what, yeah, so. a good two weeks now? Yeah. Two, three weeks? But yeah, that would, that's 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 what threw me a bit because I was I just had that in my head. It's a great then, movie, uh, man. Great movie. Yeah, I can't You'll think of anything it. else. But yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, but obviously yeah. you want to read the book because it's better than the movie. You know, one thing that nobody has said, <laughs> and I mentioned the movie at the beginning of this interview: Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. I'm gonna have to throw that on my list. That's a yeah. good gun movie, even though it's it's hard to keep up with because I can't understand the blokes. Oh, dude, I love it. <laughs> I've seen that thing like 200 times. It's like I have to hit slow mo so I can rewind. <laughs> I was like, what do you say? What? Huh? That's just slow down, Jason. Copies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> half, half of us, half of us can't understand them. <laughs> well, that's like what? Snatch, the the Pikes. Oh, oh my gosh. yeah, oh, they're amazing. Are there really Pikes? Yeah, yeah, Pikes. Yeah, there's a there's, there's a few of them knocking around there still. <laughs> yeah, we've got an abundance of them around this area. Wow, yeah. but you know that. they're hardworking. As long as a lot of them now are different to how they used to be, you don't get them around thieving everything. They're all out trying to earn a. Mm. I wouldn't say an honest living, but a living. Yeah. No, I got you. <laughs> so what about you, Alan? What's your uh, go-to firearms movie? Or TV song show, book, or book. Video game. Podcast. Video game, yeah. I forgot about Obvious video game. Podcast, it's got to be you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh smart <gosh>. man. <laughs> Don't let us video, influence you on that one. Video games, I, I used to be big into the Call of Duty. Used uh, to? The what Modern happened? Warfare, when that came out. Um, I actually, the, the computer I'm using at the minute to talk to you was was built specifically to pay, play Call of Duty, uh, wow. the first Modern Warfare that they brought out. I thought that looked brilliant when they when they released the screenshots and stuff for it. So I I got into that like heavily. Uh, I, was, I was online for stupid hours a week and what. <laughs> um, film wise, it's got to be Shooter every time. Oh, uh, just a just a good another sort of, Marky Mark movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember somebody was saying last week, wasn't just, they? You know, just an FYI, guy's... if we ever interview him, don't call him Marky Mark or he'll mm. walk out. <laughs> Will he really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody was saying last week, wasn't they? Um, how he, you know, you know I'll just, screw up and I'll call him Marky Mark. one of them solid guys that's just, he, he constantly surprises you for the, for good, you know, oh, rather yeah. than... Uh, the Italian the... Job, I love that movie. Did you guys mm-hmm. see that one with, with Mark Wahlberg? Not Marky Mark. The Italian Job? <laughs> Charles yeah, Thur- Thurin? Yeah, is that yeah, name? The, the original is a lot better, but the, it, it is good. Ed yeah, Norton. did a good job on it. Yeah, I like I Ed think Norton, the only too. one I didn't like, and I think they just took the Italian Job and made it an American job, was, what? Con- was Contraband. Did you see that one with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, I didn't no, care I for it much. I've, I've not seen that yeah, one yet. Yeah, it was kind of crappy. It was almost like they just took the Italian job and redid it. It was very lackluster. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. blah. It was uh, almost the exact same storyline with Mark Wahlberg. But I don't, I don't blame Marky Mark on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. Did Did you know? Um, you know, you were saying last week about him having a, a bit of a beef with uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, mm. that was awesome. <laughs> did you Did you know he he Mark Wahlberg was on Top Gear uh, probably a couple no. of years ago. Do you know? Do you know the show Top Gear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you've got an American version, haven't you? Um, and he he was the star in the reasonably priced car. Anyway, he was talking to Jeremy Clarkson afterwards, and uh, Clarkson asked him what he thought of um, Tom Cruise, and uh, he just sort of sat back in his chair and he went, "Well, you know." Me and him go to different churches. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And that answer. was it. I thought, yeah, you, you, you're all right, you. <laughs> oh yeah. And then he's come up in some good films and the, the the previews. And I've I have got a friend who found a sneaky copy of um, 
Lone Survivor, and I, I said to him, I didn't want to watch it, but uh, he showed me like one little clip, and it looks fantastic. So it's I think amazing. He's gonna, yeah, you guys gonna, are going to really enjoy it. That. Shoot us a message after you watch it, watch it and let us know. And scream yeah. at anybody that tries to get up and walk oh. out. I'm, when I'm, they're tributing the, the 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 fallen troops, I'm fully ready. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna if if have to, I will get the missus to film it. I will rugby tackle anybody <laughs> who makes any noise in that cinema or yes. even gets up at the end. And I'll get I'll get it on film. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's gotta be on Instagram because that would go like extreme viral. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be awesome. We'll send it that to Marky Mark. Cool. Now with with you guys. I don't know what gun ownership's like, so this question may be a little off, but mm. has there ever been a gun? Well, actually, if you don't, have y'all, either one of you, do y'all, do y'all own firearms? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't own a firearm at the moment, no. Okay. Uh, has there been one, Alan, that you were a little embarrassed to say, yeah, I had that at one point? Uh, to be honest, no. Um, okay. They're thankful to get any firearm yeah. they can get. Yeah. <laughs> I think your man from Glock said it the best the other the other week was, um, you know, did you, Josh, what, you can't be embarrassed to have any firearm. Just sorry, just a sec. Right, I'll just have to nip off a minute. The baby's just started screaming. Just give me a minute. Sure, you sure. should have to oh, nip off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's all right. The, the missus. Are we back to, to Savannah Samson again? <laughs> <laughs> Got a nip on. Did your boo save you? Yeah, yeah. Your she's, boo? She's popped in and seen Your girl? Her. Nice. Your wife? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, it's okay. So you're talking about Josh Dorsey. Yeah. yeah. In his comment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not ashamed to own any gun. I've, you know, I've only had a couple um, of real firearms, to be, to be honest. Do you have, have you sold one, maybe, that you wish you had back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody does, don't they? Uh, I had a Seiko Finfire, a little two-two bolt gun. Um, it was absolutely amazing, deadly accurate, nice little hunter-type rifle. Just, to, just, to, just nice to look at, nice to shoot. Mm-hmm. Really accurate. I, I won a few um, little internal competitions with it at the, the club I go to, and I, I sold it and. Yeah, I wish I wish I could buy that one back now. I needed the money for uh, needed the money for a spikes tactical though, so it had to go. <laughs> there you go. You had to step up. Yeah. So what about bucket list? And I know Dan, you said that you don't uh, you, you don't own one currently. What uh, would be your first firearm of preference to own? Well, semi-automatic. I'd, I'd love to have a spikes tactical AR, but for me at the minute with the money. I'm going to go with an Anschutz MSR because they're, what, £500 here? So what's that, about 900 bucks? Something like that. That's not bad. Yeah, so it's... Eight or something, is it? Yeah, that's it. And they're, they're amazingly accurate for a point two two LR um, and the light. I just... I seem to have got on with it. Um, but bolt action, I've, I've definitely... I want a, a Mosin Nagant carbine cool. uh, with an original sniper scope on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about so upgrading that, my Mosin to get the old uh, sniper scope on it. Those yeah, are well, I was looking through eBay, and there was some there the other day. I think it was about £150 for an original in the original leather case and everything. But there's really? a few copies out there you've got to be careful of. Mm. Wow. That's uh, that's not bad money for uh, for an old piece of kit like that as well, is well, it? I suppose. I mean, yeah. the, the rifle itself is only, I think it was £180 for a rifle. Um, and then, obviously, you can. I was looking at the Archangel stock, but... I don't know, really. I might Those keep it. Those Mosins in the yeah, United my, States for a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. My my thought yeah. on like tricking it out when you get into M1 Garands and Mosins and real historical rifles. I just I I don't see the the mindset in tricking something like that out. There's other yeah, old the other guns thing I was that thinking aren't. Of, I might yeah. just treat the wood. Have you looked at the Troy chassis that I was telling you about for no, the M1 yeah. Garand yet? Uh-uh. You got to look at that, dude. That, that would change your mind on tricking one of those out. Really? Yeah, it's uh, badass. What about you, Alan? What's your bucket list? Uh, you know what? I've not really thought about it too much, but I would. Uh, I would like to get something big. I've got a. I've got a two two three at the minute. Um, and obviously the rim fire. Um, I wouldn't mind uh, something in either 308 or, you know what? I'd, after um, shot show, uh, the pictures that were coming up on there, every other picture of a rifle seemed to be in 300 blackout. And yeah, that's kind of fancy. the buzz buzz going around right now. Is the yeah, 300 blackout? Yeah, just fancy having having one of them. Uh, something in chambered in that. Um, 
I really a, like the idea a, of the of that round. Uh, I'm I'm sold yeah. on it myself personally, but again, everybody's a little hesitant because there's no manufacturer that are really jumping on board and you know starting to push it out. So yeah, the scarcity yeah. of the ammo is what's holding a lot of people back. Wait, is the is the the case for those? Is that not just a, a chop down? Yeah, and five five six two two three. Yeah, five five six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So got- everything's compatible with with your standard five five six AR, except yes. the barrel. I mean, you just change the barrel out, the magazine, the bolt, yeah. everything else is compatible. So that's yeah, another yeah. great so, thing about so it. I kind of kind of like that idea. You know, you could pick yeah. up a, a cheap two two three bolt ra- bolt rifle, change the barrel for a thirty caliber barrel, and and you've got your three hundred blackout. Yeah. sort of red, ready to go sort of thing. Or you and get I, something I, like just, Head Down has. They've yeah, got that. What is that rifle call that you can break down into the box? What's it called? Takedown AR. Yeah, the take the takedown oh, AR. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. real simple to break it down, and you just switch the barrels out real quick, and then you can go from like a coyote gun to a you know a full full yeah. size deer gun. Yeah, with a thirty yeah. with that's a thirty caliber. A, that's a good idea. I mean, there's, there's you know we have a lot of guys over here that do sort of deer stalking and what have you, and they they use. Uh, well, a couple of guys that I know use um, switch barrel type setups for mm-hmm. for them. As um, over here, we you you'll get certain calibers that you'll be allowed to sh- shoot certain types of of deer with. So um, obviously, you you won't be allowed to go and shoot a twenty two fifty at a at a fox, but you can take a deer with it or three oh eight. They'll not let you shoot fox with three oh eight. Yeah. You have to use a smaller caliber because they they deem it as too powerful to kill something. <laughs> is, I don't know how that works. It either like, kills what, it or it doesn't kill it. You know. Yeah, it kills it too dead. Um, so there's they, no they, such they say thing. You can have this caliber yeah. for doing this sort of quarry and this caliber for. That I can quarry. see over penetration being an issue with that. You know, if they want to, if they want to go that route with it, but. No. Yeah, yeah, they're not that clever over there, though. It's, <laughs> it's just, just, it's just, just the blood oh, and gore is what gets to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, over here for the for like the three hundred eight, uh, three three hundred blackout sort of thing. Uh, over here, we do uh, reload a hell of a lot. You know, it's not very often you'll find guys who've been shooting for a long time that still use factory ammunition. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, go into get a lot of like, that over here too. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so going to something like a three hundred blackout isn't a massive yeah. um, headache for for guys over here. It's just obviously we we haven't got it in semi-auto like you guys do. It's straight pull um, or bolt action, depending on the the type of setup you get, which mm-hmm. takes all the fun out of it, really, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but you have you have the five five six semis, right? No, no. It's, uh, anything oh. that's center fire is uh, straight pull or bolt action. Oh, really? So, when you say straight pull, what are you talking about there? Uh, basically, you have a charging handle on the side of the bolt on like an AR setup. So it's just a straight pull back and then let go. So you have to charge yeah. it every shot? Yeah, yeah. Single shot on um, on anything that's center fire. Um, rim fires are the only thing we're allowed uh, semi-auto in. Okay. <laughs> Which, once again... Most gun laws, it makes no sense at all. <laughs> I know, I know. Like I said earlier about, uh, what, is it going to kill it more dead? Well, is a two two not going to kill you the same as, you know. More, more people die every year from twenty two gunshot wounds than any other caliber in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose over there, they, they sort of classed out, you know, they're never ever classed as toys, it's are they? But the ignorant sort of people making the laws that, is what it is. Yeah. They yeah, don't know yeah. squat about them. And there's the mindset that oh, it's only a twenty-two. It's just a little pop gun, you know. And then before you know it, you what is it? You guys say your booger hooks on the bang switch, and yep. Yep. <laughs> you've got exactly. you've got a hole in you. So, yeah. Well, now it's, it's time for something we haven't done in a long time, and it's time for facts fact, to fight, 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 fight myths. Myth, myth, myth. And the reason I'm doing that is because Alan, you said there's some myths that you want to kind of. Talk about the the England gun culture has. And well, yeah. Well, I, I, I my my first idea was I I, I think we, we I thought you were going to uh, maybe put something up on the the forum or something and see if people could 
sort of write in with any questions that they'd have to. to <laughs> yeah, yeah I got, I got sick. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of got forgot about Shot Show and Christmas and all this. So yeah, it's. I mean, I think we've pretty much covered. Um, I think anybody who's listening who had any ideas that you know the UK is a a complete ban ban country. Uh, hopefully, now we'll have a have a better idea. I mean, if you don't. Go onto my Instagram page and uh, and have a look at through some of my pictures. You know that I put pictures of myself up there and the guys that I shoot with. And Dan puts pictures up on his Paramaniac Products page. Um, there there are a few few guys coming onto the Instagram side of things now. Um, I don't tend to put much on Facebook. Um, that's more of a, like my private life side of yeah. things. I think. So um, if our listeners wanted to ask you a, a direct question, yeah, they can go to Instagram. Get, get on there search alan apone it's a-l-a-n-a-p-o-n-e um now what does yeah, that mean so, the apone it's uh, well it was uh, a punk band that i used to be in with a couple oh, of friends okay. of mine, um, and we named it after the you know the film aliens yeah yeah you know the the sergeant of the the marine unit that go down yeah. onto the planet yeah yeah it's his name was al apone Oh okay. So we 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 had a gig um our very first gig we had and um we booked this gig and we didn't have a name for the band and we were getting hassled what's your name so we can put it on the flyers for this show and uh, we were watching round a friend's house watching aliens and we just saw oh that guy's cool well we'll name the band after him for a bit then <laughs> we didn't think it would stick you know we we'd use it for a little bit and then we'd change it to something a bit bit fancier or something but it just kind of stuck um so yeah that's that's where that came from it was basically we all had our email addresses set up because we had had a website and everything you know we were we were like playing at being big band you know signing and all this so we all had our own email addresses and stuff and mine was obviously alan apone um so it, it just kind of stuck with me um so yeah you go on there have a look for me have a look for dan um and just send any questions over you want you know we we're not shy guys you know we we i try and know as much as i can about the the uk gun laws um usually if i don't know it i know somebody who will um the i think the the book for gun laws over here is something ridiculous like three and a half thousand pages so good lord probably yeah, you probably never know everything, but there so is yeah, ways. guys. If if you got a question, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, yeah, no, go go to his Instagram page, or you can uh, reach us, and we'll forward it on to him and get you an answer. Yeah, either way it work. Yeah. In other words, yeah. shut up, Alan. You're talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was starting, sorry, I was starting to bore myself. <laughs> hey, hey, Dan, tell us a little bit more about Paramaniac Products and all the stuff y'all do. I know you got. Did you start off with Paracord? I mean, that's the name Paramaniac. Yeah, that's where it started. I mean, um, it was a, a. There was only one of the company, which is an American company, when it started, and we didn't have anything over here. Um, and I just did downloaded a P. The F form and decided to sit in and start making them for myself and then friends liked them and I thought well I'll try and do something with it and uh, kind of just took off from there but I've had a lot of support over the years off other Instagram companies and stuff that have helped me out and it's a, it's a really great community and I try now now that I've got myself to a point where I've got quite a good following base um, and they're all really good people I now try and help other companies out that are starting up and you know just try and get them a little bit of help because I'm more of a small company person than a mass corporation person. I'd rather buy a T-shirt from like yourself or yeah. or from like Dax at Canterbury is just an amazing guy. Uh, I'd buy my T-shirts off him as well. But we've got a, a design company that I've started up with a friend of mine, Peach. He was a he's been a designer for a long time, um, and we decided to start putting out designs for T-shirts and stuff. And we helped um, BNG Tactical Survival, um, and Dax is uh, like our main main customer but a really good friend as well and awesome. um, we've got a few other companies as well that we're trying to um, get designs out for like so it's, it seems to be going okay now y'all the design that you get what you deserve shirt and his new one too right that's it yeah yeah we did both of them um all the designs as well on like my own t-shirts and uh company logos and stuff we we do all them as well so i was speaking to alan the other day i'd like to try and get him into something himself so mm, we'll nice. see how that goes nice and then you've also got the ring thing going with Speakeasy Original. 
That'll be cool. Yeah, well, that's it. He I mean, I approached really him because cool I was just looking. Yeah, absolutely amazing stuff. I mean, it's all really clean. Um, I was speaking to him because I just I, I was I was going to buy a ring for myself, um, and then we looked into it, and he said, "Well, you know, I really like the design, and I'd like to to kind of buy the design off you." Um, but I didn't really want to get rid of the design, so I, <laughs> I, I came up to an agreement with him that he could use the design for the rings and everything as a collaboration, and he can sell them all out of his shop, and um, he said he'll hook me up and give me the first ring anyway. So it, cool. it was really good that I, could, I get the opportunity to work with people like that as well. And if people wanted to get stuff, or do you have a website, Instagram, of course? Kind of yeah, so, I mean... I, I did have a website set up. It's currently down at the minute because I need to update everything because, uh, like, my first two years on there, I wasn't really looking at making making money or anything out of it. I was just trying to get my name out there and, and kind of let people know that this is this is what I do. I, I, I like to try and do a bit of anything that pops into my head. I've got, I've got so many ideas that swing around there. Extracting them all is just hard work. But yeah, it's, it's, I don't have a website, but you can contact me via email or I have um, Kick Messenger as well. Um, I'm quite happy to talk to anybody about anything, really. So like, if you want to buy something, I'll talk to you about that or advice on anything. You know, I'm there. So what's, what's the, what are those addresses? Um, my email is paramaniacproducts at gmail.com and my kick is just paramaniacproducts. And you can reach me on either of them. So it's, it's quite an easy one, really. Nice. Very cool. So there you go, guys. If you uh, like to get in touch with Dan at Paramaniac Products, that's his contact info. Awesome. So we'd like to thank, thank uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors. We got U.S. Elite Gear. Well, hold up. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <clears throat> Just a little quick blurb on what we've got coming up. Quick blurb. Quick blurb. Um, out. So we're headed to North Carolina tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a show from there. Yep. So this That'll show be next week's show. You'll probably edit this while I drive mm-hmm. tomorrow, so we can have it posted. Um, and then when we get back, we've got a whole slew of guests lined up that everybody's going to be very excited about. We've got the 300 blackout that's coming up, the mm-hmm. build that we're going to be doing on that. Yep. Uh, what else we got coming up? We've got, uh, the second week of February, we've got the guy from combat flip flops, Griff. Griff. Um, we have got, uh, the codeine's kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Is it readiness response? Is that uh, who they are? I don't know. We're going to yeah, get those guys on. We're going to get them in. I've already booked something for March. <laughs> I don't remember who it is, though. Yeah. So. Oh, no. Um, Brittany Starr from SB Safaris. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to do on. the first week in March. And um, a whole bunch of stuff in between. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff coming yeah, up. Yeah. We made a lot of good contacts at SHOT Show, and mm-hmm. we're going to round up those guys and gals and, and get them hopefully in a orderly, fashionably, uh, reasonably timely manner on our show. <laughs> that was a lot of adverbs. <laughs> <laughs> so now can I thank the sponsors? So now, have at. We've got U.S. Elite Gear, us-elitegear.com. We've got ICE Training, icetraining.us. I uh, really want to thank uh, Northside Gun Shop again. Make sure you go check out their website, shopnsg.com. Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, HG Press, for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs. Get in touch with those guys at 1-800-615-1840, extension pew, 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 pew. <laughs> or two, two, two. Or two, 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 two. <laughs> I had to do that again. <laughs> That's the last time I promise I'll do it again. But it's sticking. People are remembering that. I know it. Um, we also have all or nothing test this. Testicles? Or no- yes. <laughs> all or nothing <laughs> testicles? All or nothing tattoo studios. That's all or nothing tattoo.com. And their very gun friendly merchandise store, strangleholdmerch.com. I'd like to thank our good buddies at Graphic Effects, Barry Clapp and the guys over there. They do an amazing rap job, and they are also getting into the hydro. We're not talking about hip-hop. What? Not hip-hop rap job? No, your vehicle raps. Uh, they did the <laughs> Titan Stadium for the Budweiser boost. Yep. Uh, I mean, they do amazing work over there. Uh, they did our raps for our vehicles, obviously. Uh, and as I was saying, they're getting into the hydro, was it draft, drafting? Hydrographics. Hydrographics. Uh, for firearms and other things too, I and mean, I've seen them do motorcycle helmets and other things like that. It's pretty awesome. So, uh, thanks to those guys. Also, like to thank our buddy Sean Ruminar, 
uh, who is our Cerakote expert. So uh, anybody locally that uh, wants to get in touch with him or... I thought it was Ruminer. Is it Ruminer? I don't know. Ruminar? Ruminar, Ruminer. He'll correct us. Yeah. Sean. 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 Tell, Sean. Us, tell us the right way. <laughs> or the wrong way. Our phones are going to blow Just come up, up with a damn company name so we can just say your company name. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, get in touch with us if you guys would like to get an awesome Cerakote job done on your firearm. And yeah. Alan and Dan, thank you all so much for coming over from the other side of the pond. Uh, no problem. Thanks, uh, thanks for having us on. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. We had a blast. A lot of good information, man. Uh, I hope I didn't bore too many people. <laughs> no, 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 bollocks. Twice. Bollocks. <laughs> bollocks. Do you like dogs? <laughs> no, I see us having a uh, part do. Yeah, uh, yeah of we'll this definitely show. have you all on again. Yeah, that'd, yeah that'd definitely. Be cool. That'd be good. Especially like, we'll, we'll, post, post Dan getting his own firearm and all that stuff. We'll definitely get yeah. that on there. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm a bit camera happy, really. I take photos of absolutely everything, so... There'll definitely be photos and videos going up. Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. Looking forward to that. And y'all know our sign-off, right? Special planned. Oh, you've got something special planned. Okay, are you yeah. going to surprise us with it? I have a UK version. Okay, all right. All right. As always, left hand. Keep, keep your, your loved, loved ones, ones close. close. And your firearms in a manufactured safe built in compliance with BS7558 of 14-gauge steel construction <laughs> with interior hinges and locking mechanism, a minimum of three locking bolts bolted to a solid or exterior wall, and the keys to be kept in a secondary safe location. <laughs> Welcome to the UK. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <Captain>. Badass. <laughs> <laughs>